0: United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Turkey, Bolivia, Peru. I'm not sure if those go That's in that pretty order. good. But, uh... That was good. Yeah. It's time for Animaniacs. And we're zany they to the, the max. max. So just sit back and relax. You'll laugh to collapse. Took me a while to get that. Whoa. Back. You'll laugh till you collapse. It's hard. It but as a kid, I was like, teeth. what did they say? <laughs>
1: child is an idiot the podcast where we revisit things from your childhood and crush any lingering hopes you had that they were any good i'm dj this is Damon. what's up dames okay i can't
0: <laughs> i can't respond to that i can't set a, i can't set a precedent where i will respond to that sunday 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 it's dames <sighs> now i just imagine me just sort of lightly stepping
1: on <laughs> cycles. <motorcycle. laughs> mincing, mincing into frame excuse
0: me <laughs> I'm Uh, here to crush these Harleys. Ladies and gentlemen, our token gay of the podcast, it's Jamin. What's up? Gay people are 50% of the population, so you want to have 50% of all podcasts should involve gays. Yeah. 50% of gays. (laughs)
1: 50% of gays are gay, is that what you're saying?
0: (laughs) Flawless. All right. Well, today we are... Wait. Hey. Hey. (laughs) How are you? How are you doing? How was your Mother's Day? It was good. Uh, Yeah.
1: Did you call your mother? I called my mother. Uh, did you spend Mother's Day with your mother?
0: Yes, me and Phyllis, as well as Harry and Tyler. We went out for mm. dinner. That's yeah, nice. Do it they was, get along? It's not necessarily funny, but it's
1: true. <laughs> Do they get along? Does Tyler get along with your parents?
0: Yeah, but you know, sometimes... like they uh, wish he was a woman. The other day, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> they're like, you know, he's great. I really wish he had a vagina. Um <laughs> just not natural it's just uh i was out on the phone with my brother when they were about to arrive and you could see tyler came out and he's like um just so you know your your parents will probably arrive uh, pretty soon (laughs) and implicit that i took that as implicit like don't don't leave me alone with them (laughs) they get along great but it's definitely like you know you come over to your friend's house and it's like hi mrs johansson yeah and where's Brandon? And she's like he's in the shower, and you just sort of have to like hang out with your friend's parents for and a bit. This, there's this weird seduction thing, right? And, yeah. and she like puts her leg up on the you know the island in the kitchen, and you're like Mrs. Yeah. Johansson, you're trying to seduce and then
1: me. We're like brothers, but I'm your new dad. You know, there's
0: that <laughs> weird dynamic. Oh wait, so it just that happened, and now yeah. you and Mrs. Johansson are in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. you are your friend's brother dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Step brother dad, I guess. I also love that, I'm sure Tyler will be really pleased that I compared him to, uh, you know, a childhood friend. It's just just like a childhood friend. Just my buddy. We're just having fun. We play Lincoln Logs together. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what kids do. You've got your finger on the pulse of children. Fucking Lincoln Logs. I grew, up, I grew logs. up in the 1940s, I think. <laughs> what happened? In the 1840s, <laughs> when they were just called uh, John Quincy Adams Logs. <laughs> They were Buchanan logs. <laughs> anyway, we are fucking watching Steven Spielberg Presents Animaniacs. That's right. Our second Steven Spielberg, Spielberg presented animated show.
1: Yes. So this was uh, a show that, uh, is this the one that like Tiny Toons paved the way for this one, right? Because Yes. I remember when we were doing the Tiny Toons episode, um, everyone's favorite of our podcasts. Um, oh yeah. Episode
0: four goes down in history. <laughs> It was before. Like when we do concerts, people are like, Episode four. And play then we have Tiny to. Tiny Tunes. We just have to recite verbatim the entire episode. I remember
1: uh, I watched this show religiously. Yes. After school. It was. <laughs> and I, there was for a while, where I could feel like it came on after Tiny Tunes. So it must have been reruns of Tiny Tunes. Well, I
0: think it was one of those syndicated type deals. So it just yeah. depended on your market. Yeah. Maybe, maybe in the Columbus, Ohio market, Cleveland, Ohio? Mm-hmm. Still wrong,
1: uh, but you're close. Beaver
0: Creek Market yeah. it had its own market,
1: yeah. Um, it was, it was huge, so <laughs> it's great, so it's a great town. So we, we had our own uh animation studio, that would just <laughs> pump out our own child favorites. Um, this is Shannamaniacs. <laughs> I don't know why they had to change, Anna
0: Lunatics.
1: <laughs> you're gonna love it. So I remember I would sit, I uh, Tiny Toons came on first, I'm pretty sure, so it would be right at like 3.30, So I mm-hmm. I would get home around 3.15, 3.20 or something. So it was like right into Tiny Tunes, and then Animaniacs was right after that at 4, I think. So I'm sure they shuffled it at some point, but I remember that was an order that was important to me at some time. <laughs> and I always liked Animaniacs uh, a lot. And, they, and um, I remember sort of sort of anticipating like what, because they always had the Yakko, Wakko, and Dot part of the episode, which are the Animaniacs Right They are Well
0: I think they're all Considered Animaniacs Everyone on the show Is an Animaniac And they're the Warner Brothers Right And sister And then there's You know Slappy Squirrel And the Good Feathers And you know Others Those would all be As a group Sort of like the Looney Tunes Right I guess I always
1: thought of Those three as The Animaniacs Right that's true Which is just because they're the featured player, and they're
0: maniacs, and they are—they're fucking crazy. So, if you've been watching this, you cheated. I watched. I cheated. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I watched a little bit when I heard it was on Netflix. I did start. I mean, I've only watched maybe like five episodes. Yeah. Um,
1: well, so we're going to watch 34 tonight.
0: Yeah, so. we're going to be watching all 100 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, But uh, yeah, I watched it as a kid as well Uh, The only scheduling, if we're going to talk about the scheduling in our (laughs) markets uh, In the Nashville market uh, I knew that the party was over when the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme song came on Because that was was on right after And I was like, this is shit I'd rather watch this cartoon show (laughs) about
1: lunatic children I had this thing and we can get to that if we ever do an episode on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers but uh I had this thing where because we were into Mystery Science Theater 3000 like making fun of st- yes. stuff by that point or so it must have been a little bit later than like I don't know
0: so, I think it was in that range yeah, like
1: when I started discovering that MST3K was I was what like I don't know 14 maybe 13 mm-hmm. or 14 and uh I would call my friend Ross and we would watch Mighty Morphin Power Rangers together and make fun of it.
0: That's actually like, a pretty great idea. Let's f- forget this podcast. <laughs> Let's do that.
1: Yeah. So, uh, but I always liked Animaniacs. But I was always a little bit wary of the other, whatever wasn't the
0: Warner Brothers. Part oh, so of you like the Warner Brothers? The I like the.
1: I was always like those were always solid to me. Now we'll see how they hold up. But it, like, I, I always liked those, and then I always liked Pinky and the Brain. Yeah. And then the others were always really hit and miss with me.
0: Pink and the Brain the, were my favorite. Yeah, I really like Slappy the Squirrel a lot too because she was grumpy and yeah. had no patience for anyone.
1: <laughs> but the funny thing <laughs> that is, like sounds like, like someone at, we
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, one of the things I think is uh, in talking to people, telling people that I was going to be, we were going to do this episode um people like oh i love animaniacs blah blah i was like yeah you love good feathers and they're like oh yeah that was part of the show (laughs) that's sort of like the realization that comes over them is that you sort of just excise the parts you run as into
1: completely wasn't there one with like a a
0: cat like uh yeah uh rita and runt right um voiced by broadway great bernadette peters is rita she okay. came in to do it, who originated the voice of the wit, or the role of the witch in Into the Woods, for example. Sure. That's your little gay fact for the day. <laughs> These have been gay I facts. I call it Liz. a fagged. Oh,
1: okay. Doesn't roll off the tongue, but it's kind of clever. Not the best portmanteau you've ever come <laughs> up with, or mashup. That's another fagged. <laughs> it's more of a, like, a word mashup. <laughs>
0: it's sort of <laughs> just like a real d- piece of shit, actually. <laughs> but the DJ's
1: not very good, so he's like, Trying to play, like,
0: hey, we got one of these. <laughs> it's fags.
1: Somewhere t- over the t- rainbow t- in
0: Skrillex. and Skrillex. You're like, ah, <laughs> I'm not
1: sure. <laughs> this is your best word.
0: Um, yeah, Rita and Runt, the hippopotamuses. Remember those? No, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, f- uh, I can't even remember their names. Flavia might have been one of them. Flavia. Uh, but they talked like this. They were like Brazilian oh. hippopotamuses or something. They were super wealthy. And uh, they were being, not pursued, but she was like a, like a animal expert who was like viewing them, like almost like a Jane Goodall type. And she wanted to view them in their natural habitat, but they lived on top of a high rise, (laughs) you know, but it was never as funny as that laugh you just gave was was the most anyone's ever laughed at those hippos. Uh. So I sort of, um... But Pinky and the Brain were my absolute favorite, because yeah. I guess I guess to my brain, they were kind of a little edgy, the idea that I would be watching these characters that, for all intents and purposes, were evil. They wanted to take over the world, right. but they were so incompetent that there was no threat. I guess it was kind of like that Wile E. Coyote right. premise where you knew you were not in danger. Yeah, they weren't really... <laughs> they weren't nice going to catch over. that roadrunner, yeah. and they're not going to take over the world. The, um, I
1: always like the like the genius character that's actually a complete idiot, right? Like
0: that's always a treat. Yeah, yeah. It's, I enjoyed that trope. Uh, um, I'm trying to think if. I but remember. also, one of the things I kind of liked, or maybe I don't, maybe I don't have an opinion. But one of the things that's interesting about it is that Tiny Toons made an effort to make sure that these characters all sort of lived in the same world. And Animaniacs, aside from maybe a cameo of Yakko, Wakko, and Dot running past a scene, yeah. It's a uh, sketch
1: show, basically. Yeah,
0: it's basically yeah. a variety show. Um, but I remember loving this show and quoting it and, you mm-hmm. know, um, the most the, really being into it, like, you know, watching it religiously right, every day. on a regular yeah. basis. And yeah. so I'm a little nervous, especially after our Tiny Toons episode, Yeah, that I'm it like, didn't quite, uh-huh, yeah. I'm nervous. I'm a little nervous. I I do remember the, like the
1: main things I remember besides like the general character traits and characters it was uh, Yakko's country song where he names all of the
0: countries yeah, of in the song, yeah. which
1: is really amazing, although no longer accurate. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think even at the time I think it was
1: yeah just bordering on not accurate anymore. And then uh, the, of course the fingerprints joke, which has made a resurgence right. because a of little the bit death of a mean yeah yeah, uh, but. That's the fingerprints,
0: I mean, I, I, I. mean, as I said, I did cheat, and I was watching an episode, but I've always remembered this joke, which was they visit Pablo Picasso at one point, and uh, he's got a smock with his initials on it, and then, then Nyako goes, you know you got pee-pee on your smock. And he goes, this <laughs> stands for Pablo Picasso. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> then I, that was, I think, another thing I liked, is that it, was a, a, it had a little bit more of a ribald sense of humor. Still childish. Right. But, I mean, there was, uh, there was another episode I watched where Yakko's a king for some reason, and this very uh, comely lass, you know, is beckoning him, you know, into another room, and she says, sire, and he says, later. Oh, and I was wow. like, oh, my. Wow. <laughs> but I remember that as a kid, because my brother laughed, and I was like, I don't get it. And he's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll tell you when your own horse is later. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly.
1: Uh, um, well, as of uh, May 2016, it's on Netflix. So yeah. if you want to watch a few episodes with us, we're going to watch the first episode and last episode. We'll try
0: to find the. I want to try some, you know, try and find every character that we can. Like yeah. get some Slappy, get some Mindy and Buttons, get some of those hippopotamuses, read and Runt, uh, and the rest, Good Feathers.
1: Yeah. You talking to me? Do they do
0: I do remember as a kid, like actively. Being disappointed when Good Feathers was on, yeah, it partly possibly because I didn't, didn't get any seen of the
1: references. Yeah. Good
0: Fellas, so I just only knew vaguely that they were making fun of mafia movies. But I was like, uh, I think okay. I finally
1: saw Good Fellas later and was like, Ah, I see. <laughs> but it, it didn't really it didn't make it retroactively funny. But I did get it. So yeah. there's that. But it's like if I ever see Jimmy Durante in my life, <laughs> I'll get a lot of Looney Tunes. Oh Rinka
0: Dinka doo oh, okay. I get it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that seems right. All right, uh, watch along with us. We'll be back in a bit. And we
0: are back. Back we are. Yeah, another way of saying it.
1: We watched... Many episodes.
0: Many episodes. We may have overdone it. You know, like when you don't know you've drunk enough coffee until you're halfway done with that last cup and you're like, This is way too much coffee. We were, as you say, overserved animaniacs.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, that may be true. So you know, this is not a show that needs like heavy recapping. So I think we can kind of blow through and just kind of highlight our favorite bits from the things we
0: uh Sure. Well we watched watch. we tried to watch as many characters since it's, it's you know, different clusters of characters. We tried to watch as yeah. many as we could. We watched a handful of uh, Warner Brothers, and we watched mm-hmm. a, uh, three Pinky and the Brains. Yep. Pinkies and the brain. Pink- Sorry, Pinkies and the brains. <laughs> um, we caught a Mindy and Buttons. Mm-hmm. We watched a Katie Kaboom. Mm-hmm. We watched a Randy Slappy. Beeman's mom mm-hmm. one. Uh, Slappy Squirrel, two Slappy Squirrels, but one I say doesn't count. Yeah, and, uh, it was a song. Yeah. yeah, and um, We'll, well who talk else? about that later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, who else? The, oh, Chicken Boo, we watched one Chicken we Boo. We watched one Chicken Boo, yeah. And
0: uh, I think that's
1: most yeah, of oh, the, that uh, the good idea, bad idea guy. Skullhead. Oh,
0: right, and, and a mime time. We caught a mime time by accident.
1: Yeah, um, so we started with volume one, episode one. That's how they're arranged on, the, uh, on Netflix right now. They're uh, in... Really weird volumes, kind of. I don't know.
0: Well, this sort of follows the same thing we saw with Tiny Toons, where the first quote unquote season is 65 episodes. Yeah. And then the next seasons are much more reasonable because it's just, it's all in rotation and they just have to get them out. No one cares. Yeah. But it was funny because after seeing those, I know I've seen probably the entire first season like 3,000 times. Yeah. Then we got into the second season, I'm like, I'm not sure I ever saw any of these. Yeah. And I think the,
1: the, maybe the, it's hard to say because they're so disparate, like the little sketches, but I feel like the quality went down a little bit after that, the first kind of bunch. There was, there's still some highlights, but. Um, yeah, maybe. Well, it's, it's hard, hard to say. It's hard we, because we jumped yeah, around we a We jumped lot around too. a lot. Uh, but we start with volume one, episode one, uh, and. Uh, Lauren mentioned my, my wife mentioned that the theme song has like about four verses. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> it really this does, is really
0: epic. Because uh, first off, they're explaining what the show is, and then yeah. you'll laugh a lot. Then they're explaining that they've escaped a water tower. That's the second verse. Yeah. Third verse, they're expla- explaining who the Warner siblings are. Right. And then the characters. Fourth they- verse, it's the sub characters. Yeah. Fifth verse, it's that they have baloney in their slacks.
1: Right. <laughs> Important and Bill Clinton plays the sax. <laughs> um so yeah, we got the theme song, the classic theme song, and before the theme song, there is like a little explanation of what hap how they came to Yeah, those be. first
0: few episodes had that that nineteen twenties newsreel. Yeah, thing. so it was
1: like they were they were cartoon characters created and then they were too zany, and so they had to lock them away in the Warner Brothers Water Tower,
0: and then they escape sixty years later. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, Um, much to the chagrin of Warner Brothers, I would imagine.
1: Yes, well, they are. They got egg on
0: their face. Well, I mean the 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 studio. I'm confused because they are the (laughs) Warner Brothers. (laughs) So are they named the studio named themselves after? They
1: were were really into the and a Warner sister dot joke. They were like really after that as a...
0: Right. I don't think it was like as much of a, You seem to be annoyed with it, but I think it was just like, sort of like I'm Buster Bunny and I'm Babs Bunny, no relation. Like it was the same sort of joke. Like it's just a catchphrase. Yeah. But you got really annoyed with well, it after a while.
1: After a while because it was just so often that it was like, yeah, I get it because Warner Brothers... Right. Doesn't
0: describe saying, all I
1: don't of know. It. I feel like no relation is funnier just by nature. Right. But uh, like one... I don't know. Anyway. Uh, I got annoyed by a lot of things after a while. (laughs) I'm not feeling very well, too, so that could have something to do with it. Not a prescription for what ails you, Animaniacs. (laughs) Um, I thought
0: laughter was the best medicine. Not true. Mm. NyQuil. That is the best medicine. (laughs) Um, It was originally branded as laughter, and then they were like, no, that's too confusing. That doesn't make any sense. People are going to think that laughing is going to cure you. Let's make up a word instead, they said. This weird portmanteau of NyQuil.
1: Um, they have the, the psychologist, uh, Dr. Sti- psychiatrist. P. Psychiatrist. P. Psychiatrist, Dr. Scratch and Sniff. Yeah. He's uh, introduced in the first, and he's, yeah, I just wrote dad jokes here, because that's like the whole <laughs> thing is just puns. Right. It was <laughs> yeah. just uh, an entire um, comedy styling built on puns, which uh, some funnier than others, but yeah, they were just kind of uh, right. reacting everything he said by making taking it literally or, or whatever. And so you got a real men. To-
0: Arrow. He was, yeah, he, it was sort of like a backstory story um, yeah. where he was like tasked with de-zanifying. That was the term he used. Yeah. The uh, Warner siblings. And um, and then the second part of that episode is a musical version, yeah. basically of the same story of yeah. like him trying to the calm song. them down, the monkey song. And then the last part is uh, a tune. cute parody of Goodnight Moon, a yeah. night tune. Yeah. Which sort of introduces, which was a weird way of trying to introduce all the sub-characters. All your cause favorite characters. It also it assumes you know their shtick already. Yeah, it was. But if you were meeting them for the first time, I remember being a kid, and because I think I watched Animaniacs from the get-go, and seeing that, and being like, I um, don't. I guess I guess those birds are violent. It seems I guess like I'll it, find
1: out more later. It only works if it's recycled. Like it, right. Because then you're like... <laughs> Those birds do fight a lot, right? You the know. second
0: time around, I'm like, yeah. hey, now I got gotcha. you. Yeah, but the first time you're kind of like, I... I didn't know what I was in for the first time, but this time now, now.
1: I know. Yeah. Um, we move to volume one, episode two. We got uh, uh, what did I? Oh, the country song, with the Yakko's country, countries oh, of the right. world song. Probably which... one
0: of the more f- most famous parts of Animaniacs. And uh,
1: other than the countries being some of them no longer existing or <laughs> being split or whatever. Uh, it's pretty great.
0: <laughs> and yeah, there's a little dance in between verses. Yes. Yeah, it's
1: pretty adorable. Uh, then in the next sketch, they are, uh, selling, what do they call them? Not girl scout cookies, but that's the idea. Kid They're scout. Kid yeah. Kid scout cookies in Switzerland. Uh, and they meet Einstein and, uh, he's got a, on his chalkboard, that says HTO, H2O equals wet. At one point <laughs> right, I'm sorry. Um,
0: he can't remember the, or he can't, he can't figure out the theory of relativity,
1: yeah, and then eventually through uh, having him spell Acme backwards, he, he figures it s- out sort of figures it out. Uh, they also try to sell him tiny fishermen at some point. Oh, <laughs> they go, yeah. this and uh, he comes with an outhouse, which Schiaccio yeah, says uh, he may be small, but he eats <laughs> which, <I> like, <laughs> that, one. that made me laugh. Uh, and then we get our first pinky in the brain uh, Yes, and that was the jeopardy parody yeah they've got course um, you have the, the theme song within a. Th-
0: show. Right, that yeah, is also a, like that. a staple of animaniacs. Is, I think a lot of animaniacs though is a lot of filler like, well, we've got a minute left in this episode. Let's get one of those mini cartoons where the we show the Warner brothers escaping a tower. It's kind of or if, a wheel of morality or them getting back in the tower. Just a lot yeah. of those type of things where it's like, I just fill it out.
1: Yeah, it's kind of genius in a way because it's like if that If somebody doesn't like one of the things, you could stick around and see if, you know... Or bad, if you don't like a lot of them or something like that. I don't know. True. It could go either way.
0: That was the first uh, Pinky and the Brain, they go on Jeopardy to pay for a part. Infundibulator.: For the infundibulator, which will uh, send out a magnetic force that will, anyone who has spare change in their pockets will be instantly pulled down to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Pinky points out the foolishness of this take plan by pants. saying, what if they take off their pants and Brain just says, we need to act fast? <laughs> but to pay for it, uh, they got the winnings on Jip. Parody. Jip parody. Um, And uh, that one was a good one, I thought. Yeah. Um, That was pretty funny. My favorite bit in that is uh, to uh, participate in Jip parody. Brain has a giant mechanical suit that he fits in, but his normal head pops out the top. (laughs) So it's just a tiny mouse head on this giant body, and he gets into a taxi to get to the TV station. The guy's like, hey, uh, oh, uh, you don't mind me asking, uh, what happened to your head? And he's like, oh, nothing. I'm a lab mouse in a giant mechanical suit. And the <laughs> guy's like, "Yeah, my fault for asking." Sorry for asking.
1: Yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, which is a that's a actually really funny shtick that Brain has is he never he never, never lies. He never
0: lies about so, his things.
1: When they're like when he's running for president, and we'll get to that episode later. He's, he's just like, "I'm going to take over the world," and everybody's right. like, oh, "That's that's awesome." Good and, job. And
0: uh, the episode when he's a co- going to be a country singer, he. Goes to the Greyhound station to get you know a ticket to Nashville, and the woman's like, "Ain't you a tall drink of water?" And he's like, "Actually, I'm a lab mouse on stilts."
1: <laughs> she said, "Sorry for asking." I think again. <laughs> I think like,
0: she said, "At least he didn't ask me to." Pull oh, that's sneaker. what it
1: was. <laughs> um, we get uh, we moved on a little bit. We got Volume One, Episode Thirteen, uh, and this is the, one of <laughs> one of your favorite bits. Uh, one of two jerry lewis parodies that we watched. oh my
0: god yes and you didn't like this i could tell but i ate it up <laughs> you are a huge fan of <laughs> not jerry a huge lewis fan parody. of jerry lewis i'm a huge fan of making fun of jerry lewis <laughs> yeah. nice lady
1: timely one of many professor
0: frank who doesn't like professor frank it's the same stick it's the shame stick. Shame stick, as I um, like to say. They a also shame did stick. your
1: your favorite Three Little Maids from School. Ooh, uh,
0: Mikado. Yeah. Little, little, ooh, ooh, little, ooh. Ooh. In this one, um, the Jerry Lewis character is a comedy director who's holding auditions. The Warner Brothers stump. I kind of like this one. Um, the Warner Brothers stumble upon him and immediately re- recognize him as annoying. So yeah. it's almost an inversion on the normal Warner Brothers thing, where they he's annoy annoying somebody. them yeah. rather than the other way around, right. and they can't get away from him. Yeah, um, he's very funny because he has a very uh, he's very well to do when he talks like this until he like gets hurt or something happens, and then he gets all naive <laughs> Yeah, and I love that. I can't get enough of it. There's a later episode. Not to jump around, but later episode where there's a clown who also yeah. talks in the same fucking Jerry <laughs> Lewis voice. And, and it never that one was infinitely Jerry. more quotable than this. one. Oh, yeah. But still, um, yeah, you, <laughs> my favorite line from this Jerry Lewis one is he's, um, when you, they first meet him, he's talking to all these underlings and he's like, you take the word animal and you switch around the M and the N and you get the word N en- animal. Yeah, that aminal. in essence is comedy. Yeah.
1: And they're, and they're like taking mm-hmm. notes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and at some point when he, they realize that he's annoying, the Warners quote the fly and say, be right. afraid. Yeah, because there's nothing that kids love more than the fly and Jerry Lewis. Right, parodies. exactly.
0: Kids definitely. The funny thing is, is that I didn't, of course, as a child, realize it was Jerry Lewis. I just took it as this cartoon voice. This silly <laughs> that character. they use on Animaniacs yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, we all, then we cut to your favorites after
1: that, from your favorite to your even more favorite, the hippos.
0: Oh, the fucking hippos! And this one was a, a play on La, La Boheme, yeah, I guess.
1: And they, they, yeah, they, it turns into an opera because they're they're well-to-do. hippos. Another favorite of kids. Yeah, they love operas. They're
0: the one percent of hippos. Bernie yeah. Sanders would hate these hippos. Um, and they have a maid, and they're mistreating she's her. Yeah. Um, she's a giraffe maid, and you know they're just making her do all this horrible stuff, um, and she quits. And so they their plan is. They can't get a replacement made until Monday, Monday, so they're going to do all the chores, and they destroy their, pro- their house in the process while singing uh, opera. What shall we do? Yeah. What shall become of us two? And it was, then it finally fucking ends. It
1: was hard to watch.
0: And there's a reason you don't remember that the Hippos were part of the Animaniacs, is because there was nothing... There's sort of... I realized... Um, there's characters that are sort of versatile, yeah. and there's characters that are one joke... Yeah, and sometimes they're smart enough, like with Mister, S- like the good idea, bad idea, or Mime Time, yeah,
1: they or even Katie really Kaboom, short.
0: to make it really short. Like Chicken Boo is re- always really short; it's like about you know three minutes long because yeah. we know the cadence of the joke. We're just filling in the details, right? And, but with I feel like uh, the hippos, they keep and trying. Mindy and Buttons also, to another extent, it's like yeah. I know the joke. Why is this taking? you know, five minutes to get to the same place. Yeah, there's
1: not as much to do with it. Because, like, I mean, the joke is the same, essentially, for the Warner Brothers, too. It's like they're annoying until right. they fix whatever problem But they is. sort of go but into different situations. Yeah, and there's enough versatility. They're more versatile, yeah. And there's three of them, I guess, as part of it, too. I don't and know, they have, but,
0: like, pop culture references. They have dad jokes. They have, yeah. you know, visual gags right? Um, that they can bring out. They it's have, like, I guess it's not, it's... <laughs> It's that they have personalities, whereas Mindy and Buttons yeah. sort of are like one-note characters. It's like it's funny. Like the, the, right. The
1: idea is funny, but yeah, it, it kind of uh, it wears out a little quicker. The
0: first Mindy and Buttons I saw, I was like, oh, that's funny. And yeah. the second Mindy and Buttons I saw, I was like, this is the same cartoon. They were just on a construction site this time. Yeah. And then the third time, it's like, well, that was just a parody of Wizard of Oz, but still the same shtick.
1: And we had, uh, they, you know did something really fun with your favorite character, Slappy the Squirrel. They had Little Old Lady from Pasadena, the Beach yeah. Boys song, where she just drove real fast in a car. And
0: right, it was just, I don't think it was the original song, it was just like, uh, you know, it was the soundy-likey yeah. uh, singing the song. And uh, they just did basically a music video for Little Old Lady from Pasadena. Which worked in Tiny
1: And uh, the one episode we saw that, that we re- really liked with the, the They Might Be Giants song. Right. This one... Not so much,
0: right? It wasn't really all that funny on its own, yeah. And it it just seemed weird. Yeah. And that episode was a music episode, so there was all this other stuff around it, like it was a theme episode. And this one was just like, well, we have the rights to this song, and we need to fill out sixty-five episodes this season. Although that's that was a problem. Let's not over, you know. uh, Let's remember what we watched on Tiny Tunes, where we also were like, well, and that, and that. In
1: that respect, that was the one of the few that worked really well. Right, that's true. So it just kind of reversed in this one. Where was there like,
0: were a mm. lot more songs in Animaniacs than I remembered there being.
1: Yeah, they went back to that well a lot uh, to yeah. fill out stuff. So
0: There's a lot of educational stuff and a lot of songs more yeah. than I remembered. I wonder if they had like a quota. I think you get, I think there is like an expectation, like so much of your time has to be educational for children. Hmm. So if you teach them the Gettysburg Address or the presidents of the countries, yeah, you get a little kickback from the government. I have no fucking <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. Thanks, Obama. Somehow, <laughs> thank you, Obama, when you were community organizer.
1: <laughs> we moved on to Volume One, Episode Twenty, I believe. Uh, I can't read my own writing. The little flame.
0: Oh, this was like was, a
1: patriotic episode. The whole thing. This was like this was ranking bad. it back. Like it was like like weird.
0: Uh, animation and like a weird because it wasn't it was more i guess an attempt at realistic more realistic animation it was a much more ambitious animation i would say that yeah it wasn't funny really at all no but it also i well there was a few attempts at humor
1: it was it was so it was a little candle flame and he's been carried uh, through a house through a, or a building, you can tell it's a 18th century. Like uh, the guy that's carrying him is wearing ruffles, and you don't really know. I mean, you kind of know, but you don't really know until the end that it's Thomas Jefferson writing the Declaration of Independence, and he's help, he's helping light the way. Uh, but all throughout, he's like fighting against the wind and all this the flame kind of, is the flame is yeah. And uh, uh, it's Thomas voiced,
0: Jefferson can withstand a breeze; he's fine. Uh,
1: but he's also uh, voiced by a kid, like a real kid. The flame, the flame, is. not Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, he Can you made imagine? A, he's made a I fire. just wrote
0: the declaration.
1: He's made of fire. The flame. Once again, the flame. <laughs> right. Now he's standing on his wick.
0: Thomas Jefferson this time.
1: Yeah, surprise. The old switcheroo. It
0: was very odd and... and um you know there were there were weird attempts at cutesy moments where yeah. you know they're about to go upstairs and the candle's like oh no it's not dark. the dark I'm scared of the dark and then he realizes uh, he chases the dark away because he's a fucking flame and then I he wrote, gets tipped over at one point and yeah lights he, the Declaration of Independence on fire the earlier drafts I guess yeah I the wrote, shittier drafts right do you think the the earlier drafts that he burned you know had like you know a car in every garage. You know, written out A white cis man in every executive <laughs> chair um, No bringing up infidelities And, you know, sexual goings-ons with my slaves In, you know, about 300 years And, you know, impugning my name Raping of slaves is fine <laughs> It's
1: totally cool, don't worry about it Don't besmirch founding fathers' names
0: And by besmirch I mean say what they did <laughs> Factually <laughs>
1: Um Wacko's America was the next bit. Uh it this was, was like, another cute song. It was a cute song. It was like not as quite as clever as the country one, right. but it still worked. It was, it was a little Johnny come lately after Yakko's World. Yeah. Uh but it's good. But and it, it would, taught
0: me all the capitals.
1: It would be a good one. Augusta Maine Um then we had uh Davy Omelette, which was uh, Our Chicken Boo. Chicken Boo episode uh, Davy Crockett
0: character. Parody of Davy Crockett. A chicken. Yeah.
1: Um, the whole bit with Chicken Boo is that he's a chicken, like the size of a man and he dresses like he wears a hat or whatever. Right. And so people think he's a man but then there's always one person who realizes he's a chicken and they're all like get out of here. Right. And then eventually he loses his hat or whatever. Right. <laughs> he's kind like, oh he is a chicken. He
0: rarely wears clothes. I think there's one episode where he just has a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> and it throws everyone off. Um, but uh, it's it's probably one of my favorite of the smaller things because it's just so fucking stupid that I have to... Res- and it usually, I think the one we got had a Davy Crockett parody theme song, but usually there is a chicken boo, yeah. what's the matter with you? It's a deranged. Yeah. It reminds me of like uh,
1: those SNL sketches where you're like the the description of it I think is funnier than the execution. <laughs> you're like, oh, that's hilarious, and then you like watch it and you're like, I guess there isn't much you can do with that, right? Uh, but it's
0: funny. And but it's it is, thankfully brief. unlike those SNL sketches, which would go for on for seven yeah. minutes. It's about two minutes long. Yeah, they they keep it brief, which is nice. Uh, and then we get the
1: Abe Lincoln Gettysburg Address with the Warner Brothers. There's not much to talk that, about. Yeah, there, that
0: but, was yeah. sort of cute. Had a savings and loan joke in there For all you fans of the Lincoln savings and loan Scandals of the 80s Yeah Timely Charles Um, Keating I think Charles Keating was involved Look it up I refuse Look it up Oh, it was actually Michael Keaton That's what I meant Favorite of the show Um. (laughs) Favorite of the show Not friend of the show Because he hasn't been on But he
1: is a favorite of the show This show has no friend
0: (laughs) uh we moved on uh to george takai come on in george You <laughs> oh, no. uh, uh, uh. fell down <laughs> <laughs> really? oh i forgot that we had that well installed in the <laughs> studio uh, 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 uh. he's still in good spirits though all he's the way down kinda,
1: yeah um we moved on to uh volume one episode 34 Clown and out. This is your. <laughs> this is definitely favorite. my favorite. Uh, another Jerry Lewis. So the studio
0: head, was kind of a minor character in the in the he right. Theodore plots. Uh, he hires. It's, this was oddly cute to me because he hired a clown for Wacko's birthday. He knew it was Wacko's birthday, so he hired a clown. But he's obviously scared of clowns. Yeah. He's sweating through the entire interview. Kind of sweet. You it think is kind sweet. <laughs> um, and you know, the clown is like. Are you scared of clowns, Mister Man? Yeah, and he's like, "Yes, please leave." And then the clown like sings a wistful song, which is I nice. can't remember. Chubby
1: baby. Well, that
0: one's the one he That's sings later. while climbing. But there's like an oh. earnest song, like I can't remember. But he sings it. He gets thrown out of the the CEO's office, and he goes up. And afterwards, you see. Th- CEO uh, in Dr. Scratch and Sniff's office. And Dr. Scratch and Sniff is telling him that, you know, clownophobia is really quite common. Wacko, in fact, has the worst case of clownophobia that he's ever seen. And then I like this as well that then uh, Mr. Plotz is really into watching the clown get <laughs> like horribly injured from the psychiatrist's office. Um, this one. <laughs> Oh, weird. He sings this song. When the whipple wills, whipples in the wind, the wind can Wibble back. Oh, nice and chubby baby! It's so ridiculous. And oh, what okay. a, oh, my favorite line is he gets kicked off the water tower. Of course, the Warners live in the water tower. He gets knocked off for some, through some violence, and he hits <laughs> the ground, and he says, I wish the ground was mushy and soft. It just makes me laugh.
1: I, in my notes, I have, Damon loves this. (laughs) (laughs) Triple underlined, because you were laughing your ass off. I really was. And then that made us enjoy the show more, because
0: you were laughing. Um, I also liked the wacko. I'm just going to tell you all the things I liked about this. He sort of was acting very much more like a kid than usual. There's this cute part where he's like, where the clown comes to the door and he goes, Little puppy boy open the door (laughs) and whack you see Wacko looking through the people and goes, Go away, Mr. Clown (laughs) (laughs) I just found it very charming. This is probably the best overall episode we watched because this was followed by Bubba Boba Brain. Oh my god. And it had Which was fantastic.
1: I do have to say that before before we move on to the Pinky and and Brain, uh The Jerry Lewis clown says (laughs) Freund Levin a lot. Freund Levin. And I would quote, like, I used that a lot. That was something
0: I used. Me and Zach Hartley would say Freund
1: Levin. And I I know I also at some point saying
0: Oh, nice and chubby baby. (laughs) (laughs) It's just such a weird thing to say. Yeah.
1: Uh, And then we move on to the... Pinky in the Brain episode. Go and away, Mister Clown. It starts with a a achy breaky heart parody, which at the time was huge. So like, right. like early nineties.
0: Tra- Who thought that that guy would still be somewhat? I mean, in that he procreated and gave us. You mean through his progeny? Right, through yeah. his progeny, forcing his progeny into a musical career. <laughs> don't tell my head my this was a very much empty, like a song hit. i feel yeah. like this trained both of us so when we don't know the words to a song just fill it in with a bunch of crap because yeah. it was like don't tell my head my empty hollow head you know i wouldn't understand <laughs> yeah yep 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 <laughs> yep yep, yep. <laughs> yeah it just keeps on going. just like ah, just fill it in <laughs> Oh, and uh yeah that of that course was really pinky funny. loves that song
1: yeah, she's super into it. So he uh
0: You think Pinky is a woman?
1: Wait. What did I say? She's super into it. Oh yeah, I've always thought of her thought of Pinky as a girl. And I know she's not. He's not.
0: This is amazing. I know. Cuz I always thought they were like a very Mr. Burns Smithers type gay couple. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I just because it's kind of like it's he
1: he is not super masculine, Correct. so it's yeah, not Yeah, that's as true. like So and it's a mouse, so it's like harder to tell.
0: (laughs) It's hard. It is hard to tell. You have to turn them around and you know lift the tail. I'm just gonna do what um,
1: I've learned to do if uh, someone is sensitive about their gender and just say Pinky every time. (laughs) That that is true, and not use any (laughs) pronouns. Um, So Pinky uh, loves the uh, achy break. This is gonna be hard now because I'm gonna slip up and you're looking right at me. Um, Just having a conversation. Pinky loves this song, and so uh, Brain gets the idea to uh, become a pop or a country star. Go to Nashville, become a pop, uh, country star, and spread his subliminal message
0: right through to the his world and everyone will song. obey him. His and, hit song is another example of Brain just using <laughs> literal. Um, I can't even remember is the it words obey now. Me or I
1: don't know. Is
0: uh, it- I can't remember. I am a lab mouse. I escaped from my <laughs> yeah. cage. Never had a job. Never earned minimum wage. But you will respect me, yes. Once my plan is unfurled, <laughs> you will call me your leader. I'll be king of the world. That's not even the subliminal message. Wow, you just—it's filed in there. Pulled that right out. I can't even remember my boyfriend's name.
1: Well, you thought he was your friend earlier in the episode. <laughs> so. Um. Yeah, he becomes Bubba Bob Brain,
0: which um, Pinky has trouble remembering. Yes, which proves to be their undoing. Mm. Foreshadowing. Uh, yeah, he he rises through the ranks. He he well, he actually creates a statistical list of all the things right. you need to be yeah. a successful country singer um, that he's worked out. Have a cowboy hat. Yep. Have a song. What were some of the other ones?
1: Uh, no less than three names.
0: Right, Bubba Bob Brain. Uh, a southern
1: uh, twang accent. Yeah, and he says, check, y'all <laughs> And then we get a funny moment from Pinky Who says, oh, Ooh, well, very nice Nicely done <laughs> um, And then uh, he, at least six feet tall Which he has to He puts on stilts and then has really long He sews jeans. his own
0: But it's really cute, though, because he's got <laughs> the jeans I mean, he's still a mouse body It's still the same body on top It's just these huge stilts it's really um, funny, Which lead to a running gag of him, you know
1: Hitting his head on Hitting
0: this. his head on the transom of doors. Classic comedy. Classic.
1: Um, we started to skip around after this and just try to find the other characters that we've missed and other kind of highlights. So mm-hmm. we had the...
0: Oh, wait, hold on. Before we move on, Bubba Bob Brain also has a great joke, semi-adult joke. He's on a talk show on what is supposed to be the Nashville Network. The other guest is Dolly Parton. And she said, I'm your biggest fan, you know that? And he's like... Or what do you say to that? And he says, I would say that puberty was very kind to you. Yeah. And she goes, go on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, so volume two, episode 12, we have the president's song. Right. Um, which is diminishing returns with the songs. It's uh, uh, educational. You could use it to memorize the president. Well, up to Bill Clinton, I guess. Right. True. Uh, <laughs> then you start to get lost. Yeah. What are the uh, last two? Uh, I was alive during. <laughs> I should probably remember. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh it's all right. It's pretty good. Yeah, um, I'll uh, yeah. And then uh, we get um, karaoke doki, which another. Uh, this was c- a good one. Celebrity skewering. Um, there's a karaoke for kids, so I like the concept of this. <laughs> the the Warner Brothers uh, and their sister Dot. Thank um, you. They hear kind of the P-psychiatrist, Dr. Scratch and Sniff, warbling. And they're Mm -hmm. like, what's going on? And they find out it says it's karaoke for kids. But it's not karaoke for kids. It's karaoke at kids, (laughs) basically. And all the kids look bored as hell. Yeah, so uh, they get Dr. Scratch and Sniff eventually gets off stage. And they're really excited to sign up and sing some songs. But in front of them is, what is his fake name? Or not, not Slackler,
0: I think Slackler.
1: William Slackler or something. It's it's supposed to be William Shatner. Right. It's very
0: obvious. And, you know, it's one of those impressions that everyone has in their arsenal. So uh, whoever (laughs) drew the lucky straw at Warner Brothers got to do their voice for him. This was a great one, though, I thought. Um, He just kept doing, you know, pretty like uh, uh, a. What are those words? What's the word when the song? Well, when the song is in the. when you don't have to pay for it.
1: Oh yeah, like uh, soundalikes. He was doing like Muzak versions of them, right? But I
0: mean, it was all like uh, you know uh, Jimmy Crack Corn type. Oh songs. yeah, public
1: domain. That's yeah.
0: what it was. <laughs> um, he also
1: uh, signed up like through for like ninety slots to to right. like get uh, as many songs as.
0: I like the part where he started singing, and then there was like a transparent version, like a giant head of him, like over his music it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: Uh, and also, at some point, he sh- they, uh, Warner Brothers see the list that has his name on it, and they say, looks like an election ballot from Chile. That was a good joke. It's pretty funny. Um, so yeah, there's some hijinks ensue, and then Leonard Nimoy lookalike gets Lenny, up there.
0: Yeah. Lenny Niboy, yeah. I believe was his name.
1: Oh boy, they got had. <laughs> um, let's see, we, we moved on to another highlight, uh, when Brain runs for president... Yes. Uh, meet John Brain. He has his. <laughs> this one,
0: uh, Pinky had a really good, ep- good episode. This is really this good because Pinky has to play both uh, his wife, his and wife, his and his mate. his running mate, Admiral Pinky, P- Admiral Pinky, which yeah. is all joke on. I can't remember Ross Perot's running mate anymore, um, but he had a very similar moment. In, during a debate Where he goes Where am I? He, I think he was intending it to be a joke But it sort of became like a meme of that election right, Where it was yeah. like This guy doesn't know what the fuck's going on
1: and we also have this, the reveal of the Or at least the first time we saw it The slow narf So, nar- uh, nar-
0: har-
1: So Pinky has like random noises that he makes <laughs> Narf and Zort Yeah And so he'll just be in the middle of and the point. sentence And point He does oh, that yeah. occasionally <laughs> Point and then uh, this is the first time at least we heard it And the ones we watched where he really slow. And I
0: yeah, we got to funny. see uh, Larry Kling and Suzanne Slimmers and her thigh monster yeah. were on and uh, Brain interrupted the, the broadcast to announce his candidacy. Um, and the funny thing again, he is very open about I'm his plans. Over the world. and people misinterpret it as sort of generic platforms that he's going to do stuff for healthcare. He's going to, you know, educate all the kids, and so his his poll numbers start going up. Um, and uh, then eventually he he never reveals himself. He's always on a screen when he's talking right. to people. And then he's finally so full of his you know candidacy that he decides to are full of, uh, you know, hope for his candidacy that he decides to appear in person and people realize he's actually a literal mouse. he's not talking about the little guy when he says mouse, he means he's a literal mouse. <laughs> um I did like, and especially with Trump running right now, I liked the scene in the diner with the two sort of dim witted voters where the one guy's like, <laughs> I like him. Yeah. Now, what do you suppose he means by that? And she's like, Well, by cats, he must mean the bureaucratic fat cats. And by mouse, he must mean the little guy.
1: Yeah. And they're like,
0: I do like
1: him. Yeah, exactly. Um, after that, we watched uh, Woodstock Slappy, um, which.
0: Which you I know, remembered really liking, but it turns out I only liked really one bit from yeah, that. Yeah, it's basically a big buildup.
1: So, um, Slappy and who's her? Skippy. Skippy. Her, her nephew. Her nephew. They go uh, up to, to upstate New York for some peace and quiet in the 60s. Right. Uh, and uh, guess
0: what happens? Oh
1: Woodstock kind of
0: happens around, around them. them.
1: Yeah. And uh, so, of course, they can't get any quiet. And so Slappy is trying to get everybody, Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix mm-hmm. and everybody to be quiet. And that's the, the bit up to the real funny part, which is. Uh, they do a bit basically
0: who's on first. Yeah,
1: but with. The, but who, who's on stage. And, which I remembered from when I used to watch this show as a kid, because I remember thinking that was really funny. Yeah. Then realizing, oh, this was
0: a thing. This is already a thing <laughs> that someone had written. They just updated it for Woodstock. Yeah. But yeah, I they like to, do Who's On Stage, and then, you know, uh, she's like, do you see the band on stage? And he's like, no, the band's playing, playing later. later. And she's like, Who's On Stage? Yes. Oh, so the name of the band is Yes. No, Yes isn't even at this concert. That's <laughs> pretty funny. Um, um, that one's good. I will say, uh, in terms of Slappy, I do like Slappy. Um, I did watch, as I said, I had watched some on Netflix on my own. There's a really yeah. good one where they go see uh movie, Bumby the Dearest Deer. hmm which is a parody on Bambi, in case sure. you didn't pick up on that. I got it. Thank you. <laughs> um, and has a really obnoxious song, Bambi the Dearest Deer. Uh, but, of course, the mom gets shot in Bambi the Dearest Deer, and Skippy is, like, heartbroken. But Slappy, being an old-time cartoon star, she's like, well, I know Bambi's mom. She lives out in Tampa. <laughs> and they go out, like, it's not actually Tampa. I think it's Tempe, Arizona. They go out, and they visit her, and, uh, you no, know, it's funny. it's pretty cute. Yeah. Um, we
1: we had to get some. Uh, the rest of it was just kind of collecting characters. So we, we had did.
0: to get some also rans
1: in yeah. here. So we watched uh, um, the episode with the it's volume two episode three. I have right. again with the good feathers. This yeah with the good feathers they uh, pesto which is one of the um, Joe Pesci yeah the <laughs> Joe Pesci chilly? pigeon. Uh, his mom is getting married to S- Steven Seagal.
0: Oh no! I get it now. Yeah. I see,
1: because he's a seagull,
0: and he's a young man. He, where he, it's implied that he's in his twenties. Yeah. So Pesto doesn't like the fact that his mom would be getting pounded by a young buck.
1: Whoa. Yeah, there's not much to say there. I mean, it was not that funny.
0: Yeah, it uh, was sort of like it was like it looks sounds like they were like yeah that sounds like a good idea see if you can flesh that out and then when Greg came back with the script with it fleshed out you know they like had to go with it they like, had no oh, other script. well we fuck got. this is it. And throw a mime time after it and be fine. <laughs> because that one um, what happens is that uh, the good feathers take Steven seagull out you know to various to things, some, like, trying father, to get son. him injured really
1: well that 's what pesto 's trying to do he 's trying to get him to do uh, seagull just wants to have some quality time father, with his son yeah. to be, and the other guys are just there the other, <laughs> the other good feathers. i don't,
0: I think squid, who's like the main good feather yeah gets like the Ray leota, yeah yeah. Um, and eventually what happens is Steven Siegel never gets injured. Pesto then becomes like really... Uh, he gets a big braggadocio. And he's like, I can do that better than you can. Then he, of course gets injured. And there's a weird joke. The only joke that I semi-enjoyed, and it took me a while to enjoy it, is that each time he got swallowed by a gator, he got dumped in a trash can for dead, and he gets eaten by a shark. And each time there's a cutaway. And I commented at one point, I was like, what is with this weird cutaway gag they keep doing? And then after I had said that, they... Commented and he's like, What's with this cutaway gag in this cartoon here? <laughs> and I'm like, Okay,
1: I'll allow
0: thing. it. He called it out because
1: they show him like inside the Inside stomach. each of yeah. these yeah. things. Um, we had uh, a mime time where. Uh, riding the subway. He's riding the subway. He's doing the fake mime thing. And then some ruffians just come and, <laughs> right, mug and beat him. the shit out of him. Uh, we have uh, Katie Kaboom, which was kind of bizarre. Uh, yeah, usually she just blows up. It's basically making fun of the fact that teenagers are unreasonable, so they say something and then she explodes. But in this case she like turned into a green monster and kind of exploded. Maybe
0: that is her shtick. Maybe that does happen every time. I don't I can't I don't remember, but she blew up eventually and then each one ends with her being like, you know what? And then she like does whatever her parents said. Yeah. But like in a way that like she came up with the idea, essentially. Right. So yeah. in this one, she's showing her, she has a bare midriff shirt on. Yeah, showing her belly button. They say, oh, you can't leave the house like that. She gets angry, turns into a monster, destroys the entire house, and rampages through the town. And when she rampages through the town, she realizes it's kind of chilly, so she puts the sweater on. <laughs> That's, I mean, it sounds funny when yeah. you just said
1: it, but it, it, it was really <laughs> weird. Um, we and the up. dad sounds like Jimmy Stewart. Yes, yeah. Their generation.
0: I don't your money here? Yeah, their generation's Tom Hanks.
1: We had to get a uh, Mindy and Buttons, which is, uh Mindy is a little, like, little baby, like a Yeah, toddler, she's like a toddler, yeah. And Buttons is a dog that kind of has to protect her. So the whole bit is that she just kind of absentmindedly crawls around and and uh, gets into, she's always fine, but right. uh, Buttons is really worried about her, so he's kind of a neurotic protector, and he'll, like, you know, try to
0: And a lot of times she's fine because Buttons like yeah he like grab grab her
1: by the shirt and and move her out of like a flame or something Mm -hmm. and and, uh, so she keeps crawling and doesn't notice and he's getting you know whacked over the head and burnt alive or whatever hilarious Um,
0: dogs being beaten and children in danger two of my favorite things (laughs) Sarah McLaughlin hates Mindy and Buttons Mindy and Buttons I mean. It's a funny, this is what we were talking about. It's a, it's funny, a funny concept, but concept, it's, but it goes a- on much longer than it should. Like, Chicken Boo gets away with it I, in my book because it's so short, but Mindy and Buttons is like, it goes on. A it's bit. twice as long as the Chicken Boo thing. And it's like, I got it the first three times you did it. And this it.
1: one was like, I, towards the end, we were like volume three, or no, I don't know, late volume two or something. I stopped keeping track of where we were, but uh, it was in Oz. They were in like, it was a Wizard of Oz kind of parody. And so it was right. like just, you know, trying to put them in a new situation. But it was like, what is this? I don't, I don't Why know. Why is this? And, uh, but she, I do remember as soon as she said it, that I we would quote, um, okay, lady, I love you. Bye-bye. Because she says that. Like, that is cute. Mindy says that to her mom all the time. It's cute. And then we got, uh, we caught a highlight um, on YouTube of Colin, who does the Randy Beeman stories. Oh, right.
0: There was this one time. Yeah, Uh, where Randy Beeman's mom had a dream that she was eating a giant marshmallow, and when she woke up, her pillow was gone.
1: Okay, that's it. Bye. He just (sighs) runs away.
0: They are smart. I mean, I don't think it pays off with... that flame shit we saw that flame cartoon where they had a child voice it. Yeah. But a lot of times they do use children to really good effect, especially yeah. with Mindy, I think is, is well voiced at least. Yeah. Okay. I love you. Bye bye. Um, and the, you know, the Randy Beeman's friend is, is this his name actually officially Colin?
1: Yeah. I okay. I just found that out like two seconds ago.
0: <laughs> Colin is good. He's voiced and Skippy squirrel. I like, um, he yeah. is also voiced by a kid. Um, so that's all we watched. Um, ta out that, that was a lot.
1: I, a little bit OD'd on animania. Yes. Um, what'd you think?
0: It's uh, good. There's. Uh, we talked last time. I liked it overall. I liked it better than Tiny Toons, I think. Yeah. Um, again, it sort of suffered from the same problem that Tiny Toons had, which was the animation was hit and miss. Yeah. Like, character designs would be not completely different, of course, but it would be like, well, someone else clearly drew this one. Rather than that other one, the Pinky and the Brain one, the John Brain, meet John Brain, was animated completely differently than the earlier Pinky and the Brains we saw. And I don't mean, I don't want to specify, I mean, it was mixed in throughout. It wasn't like, oh, later on, the character design slightly changed. It was mixed in throughout, you know, it would just vary greatly in styles and and quality, I would say. Um, But overall, I would say I liked it, but there are definitely parts that I have... Sort of excised from my memory. Yeah, the number of songs and the uh, the characters I just sort of forgot. It's kind of
1: the th- like it's kind of the sketch show thing where you're like, you know, if you have a good season of SNL, right? Like, there's still more bad sketches than good.
0: Or but, even in an episode of SNL, right, like, yeah, I forgot, you know, thirty minutes of sketches,
1: right? And obviously, this is a much shorter show, but it's still like that. Just and that Selena kind of-
0: Gomez was weak well. Rehearse.
1: That is an opinion.
0: She's sleepwalking every time I see her. She's like a robot that they've wound up.
1: If we're going to just bash on Selena Gomez, I don't think I can participate.
0: <laughs> Dead behind the eyes. Overall, yeah, I mean, I think I really liked the Warner Brothers, but there is a bit of the touch of, like, I'm an adult now, so it's like, hey guys, calm down! Yeah, <laughs> hey. You're bouncing all over the place over here! He's trying to get some equations done! Beethoven's trying to write his Ninth Symphony. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and like the the kind of like uh, sexism, the like the the hello nurse. It's a little or more sexual harassment than sexism.
0: Sometimes I it's guess, a little but. charming if they're just ogling her, which is an odd thing to say. But there yeah. are a few times when they chase the woman. I'm like, leave her alone. It is a very, it's a very like,
1: not that this excuses it necessarily, but it's a very throwback like,
0: right? Kind it's of. It's very um, Tex Avery style. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You know. Red Riding Hood, you know, wolf noise.
1: <laughs> yeah, like the heart beating out of the chest. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, and a lot of this, I mean, I will say this, I think this was an attempt to sort of have like a Looney Tunes yeah. for a new generation because jokes. there's a lot of puns and dad jokes. There's a few adult jokes that I wouldn't have gotten as a kid but get yeah. now. Um, but... You know, there are a lot of, like, old-timey, you know, weird jokes. There's, like, comments about visual gags. There's comments about Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Um, You know, there's, you know, old-timey film stars. There was a Humphrey Bogart, you know, reference in one of the episodes we watched. Um, It's just like, you know, kids in the 90s wouldn't get this. Well, and they did... Goodfellas reference for, you know,
1: nine-year-olds. They kind of did what Looney Tunes did. You know, They reference a lot of things that are happening now, Arsenio and uh, you know, Bill Clinton and stuff like right. that. Uh, not now, now, but back then, then, now, and then, as I like to say, also they included the references that Looney Tunes had, so they had right. like references from the 50s and 60s, and, you know, and then also from was the it 90s. something I said, yeah, so it's kind of interesting how they did that. I think, uh, this I aged out of this because. <laughs> You know, if you were to say, like, uh, oh, ne- you know, Animaniacs is on Netflix, uh, I'm going to get my kid into it, and your kid's, like, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old, I'm like, oh, that's probably going to be cool. Like, they're probably yeah. going to like it if they can kind of be like, what is this? What I
0: think, actually, it? I feel like the opposite. I feel like kids would be
1: like, what the hell is this? Well, I'm not sure they'll like it, but I'm just saying, like, I, I it is not, it doesn't work for me anymore. You know right. what I mean? Like, I don't think necessarily... It's all bad. And like you said, we did definitely kind of excise some of the, the weaker things. You just don't think about them anymore. The hippos, I've totally forgot about. Yeah. Like, I remember them now. And that like,
0: wasn't even a, you know, a good example. The one we watched wasn't even because it was that weird opera version. Right, yeah. The other ones are worse, I would <laughs> right. say. Um, I think we did watch um after we watched our episodes, we watched a clip of all the dirty jokes that were ever in Animaniacs. That was- and I was reminded of a lot of episodes, you know, that I had s I had seen and hadn't seen, you know, anytime recently that we yeah. didn't watch in this round. And I kinda wanna go back to them, but I realized the ones I kinda liked were the ones that were not as Gimmicky, there's one where they go on a blind date with Dr. Scratch and Sniff. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't go. They sneak into a date date with Dr. Scratch and Sniff. And I remember there being an exchange about sizes at the concession stand. And there are a lot of, like, little jokes like that. And I feel like, I don't want to say slice of life because it's completely ridiculous. But, I mean, they're when they're just in a normal environment rather than they're meeting Pablo Picasso or Albert Einstein, when they're just, like, in this world that the show has created, it kind of works a lot better than when they try and do this high-minded sort of we met Abe Lincoln. Right. Yeah. I guess that I guess because they're so zany, it comes off really forced. Right. And it's like, wait, are you trying to make Albert Einstein the villain? Yeah. It's like, why are you harassing Albert Einstein, one of the greatest minds of their <laughs> age? Well and I think uh when you watch a compilation like that, which
1: I do totally recommend if you go on YouTube, there's a few different ones. Um, I feel like you get to kind of ex- extract the highlights. The parts, yeah, yeah, you get the the funny jokes, and they're not so lengthy that you can't understand them. You know, in a, a few seconds, sure. You know what I mean? You're like, sure. oh, setup, set up, punchline. Oh, funny. Okay, you know, or, or whatever. As opposed to watching a whole episode where it's like miss, 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 hit, miss, 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 miss. Like, I think probably for me, overall, over all the episodes and all the different things we watched like maybe 10% of the jokes hit for me like right i mean it may have been higher for me but yeah it was definitely like i'm
0: watching a kid's show right now right
1: right which is it's what it right. is so i mean that's that's understandable but it's also like some things just kind of age with you and some don't and this was a part of that part of that is the risk of having you know timely things like that right you know, the Lincoln Bay <laughs> joke. Um, but the Lincoln, oh, the Lincoln, Lincoln savings, savings, savings and Loans. Yeah, obviously I don't get it. Even at the time,
0: that was an odd reference to throw in. Right, yeah. Uh, but even even
1: so, like I also liked Looney Tunes mm-hmm. when I was little, and I didn't get any of those references. You know what I mean? Like we were talking right. about. Uh, I, don't
0: I, I don't know, was Looney Tunes ever as timely as these were?
1: Or was it still? Well, I mean, they they were. They would
0: sometimes like reference Clark Gable. Maybe it wasn't
1: but, to the to the degree right. of, of animatics for sure. But yeah, they had they had all kinds of. Humphrey Did they ever Bogarts reference? And, don't
0: uh, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead.
1: <laughs> that was a straight Warner Brothers dig.
0: Take and, that uh, studio system.
1: Yeah, what do you think about that executive producer?
0: So would you say your inner child is an idiot? I'm gonna say no. All right, I am also gonna say no. Yeah. I but mean, you don't have to run the series. Just hop and skip around is what I would say.
1: Yeah, honestly, I would I would I would have enjoyed it. And if we had just done this episode by watching highlights on YouTube, I think uh-huh. I would be super high on it right now. Right. I think I'd be like this is this was great. It held up great. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. But having sort of lived in it a little bit more, which is what we try to do, you know, like as much as you can in one right. one evening. Um like it's it's, you get a lot more of the misses, I think, yeah. this way. So
0: Right, yeah. I would say, I would recommend watch all the Pinky and the Brain ones.
1: Yeah, Pinky and the Brain, I think you're right. Because I they were not my favorite mm-hmm. when I
0: was young. I think they definitely were the highlight this time. And so. check out the gay subtext. Also, every Are You Pondering What I'm Pondering has a weird gay subtext, or at least sexual subtext. Burlap chafes me so. This time you put the trousers on the chimp. Where are we going to find a duck and a hose at this hour? Hold on. Yeah. Trousers on a chimp? How is that? How is it normal? Well, I'm not saying it's
1: normal. <laughs> but I think it was more zany than sexual.
0: I mean, it's, yes, but it's not, I wouldn't say it's chimps not don't, sexual. Chimps don't wear trousers. Right. Man. But you're going to put trousers on a chimp? Penis. Goes in the trousers. <laughs> or vagina. Women. Chimps can wear pants, too. Revelation pinky as a man (laughs) i don't know why that's a revelation to you i think he's well i don't know if he's ever we'll have to check and see if there's ever a third uh person pronoun on there yeah maybe i'm the horrible
1: person i think there was at some point because i remember that vaguely entering and being like what no because i like there's like (laughs) tweety bird for me was always a girl and so like at some point they'd be like no Tweety Tweety bird he's fine i'm like wait what Right. I don't care. I'm gonna keep thinking of it. Like to me, all dogs are boys and all cats are girls. So. The Alno
0: black rule, my grandmother's rule was all cats are girls. Yeah. That's, all dogs are boys. That
1: still stands for me too, so yeah. Um, and all mice are girls. What do you guys think? Let us know. You're in a child is an idiot at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. You go to our website, yourinnerchildisanidia.com. We're on Instagram. Uh. Uh, Damon's uh, webcomic, Drewford. It's drewfordcomic.com. It's taking
0: some time off right now, but you know you can check out back issues. Oh,
1: there's a lot to catch up on. If you haven't read it, there's, there's good uh, series. What do you call them? Storylines? You so, can yeah, storylines. I don't know what they're called in the nomenclature of your, of your art. Um, I have
0: bunch of shit.
1: I have music albums on my music sites, DJPhillips.com That's what we call it. That's the music sites. Yeah, that's
0: the technology. Music stuff. albums
1: on sites. Um, thanks tapes, for joining us. A lot of
0: tapes on your site.
1: Let us know if there's something else you'd like us to watch, uh, read, uh, consume.
0: Hmm. Uh. You know, uh, we could try a Thighmaster I guess play. We did video we games. Get to play. Thanks for joining us. We'll I'm see you next time.